Alright, well, good afternoon. As we continue to worship, we're going to open the Word of God. So we're going to be in the uh, book of Mark. Surprise, surprise. We're going to be in chapter 12. Verses 13 to 17. Um, and, and I'm not sure kind of how you're walking into this uh, Sunday gathering where your heart is at. But, but you know, sure, I'm amazed at God's sovereignty. That, that months ago, but when we planned kind of the, the sermons and how they were going to be laid out, and even with all the changes where we spoke on something else and switched up that schedule. But this is the scripture, this is the text that Jesus has for us this afternoon. You know, 85% um, of Christians believe that we should have influence in political matters. In fact, in Taiwan, the voting rate, the voting rate of people that go out and vote is 75%. And in America, it's only 56%. And in fact, you know, there's, there's been this history of even in Taiwan where church denominations are tied to uh, political parties. In 2016, in America, after the last political election, um, they actually had over 660 calls of people who were about to commit suicide. And while it's important for us to have influence into these matters, it's easy for us to place our trust and our hope in the decisions that we're voting for. And over the past week, here in Taiwan, over a specific issue, but also in America, it seems that people are confused. And it seems that the church is divided. And so I want us to, to be able to hear from the words of Jesus. Let's hear him speak clearly about what he talks about when it talks about our response to government and authority over us in our lives. So would you stand for the reading of the Word of God? Let's read this together in English, then we'll read it in Chinese. Ready? One, two, three. When they came, they said to him, Teacher, we know you are truthful and don't care what anyone thinks, nor do you show partiality, but teach the way of God truthfully. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why are you testing me? Bring me a denarius to look at. They brought a coin. Whose image and inscription is this? He asked them. Caesar's, they replied. Jesus told them, 
Give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were utterly amazed at him. 好，中文一起念。他们来了，就对他说：“夫子，我们知道你是诚实的，什么人你都不寻情面，因为你是不看人的外貌，乃是诚诚实实的传神的道。纳税给该撒可以不可以？我们该纳不该纳？”耶稣知道他们的假意，就对他们说：“你们为什么试探我？拿一个银钱来给我看。”他们就拿了来。耶稣说：“这项和这号是谁的？”他们说：“是该下的。”耶稣说：“该下的物当归给该下，神的物当归给他。”他们就很稀奇他。Right, let's pray together. 一起祷告。Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. 神啊，我们感谢你的话语。And、Holy Spirit, we ask that you would speak to us. 圣灵，我们祷告你对我们说话。We do ask that we would be transformed。我们相信你会让我们的心意更新而变化。That we be challenged。我们也会被挑战。And that we would leave this place more in awe of you, Jesus, than we came in。那当我们离开的时候，我们就更敬畏耶稣。It's in your name we pray。In the name 我们来祷告。Amen。Amen。Are you guys seated？ 请大家请坐。So we have this situation where these certain men come to Jesus。所以，我们看到这个经文，就是有一些人来到耶稣的面前。And if you look with me at verses thirteen， 那如果你看第十三节的话 ，Jesus is going to define their whole attitude as hypocrisy。那耶稣直接对这些人的评断，他定义他们是假意的，假冒伪善的。And when we talk about hypocrisy， there's going to be a couple of things that that characterize what hypocrisy is。那你知道我们通常在讲假冒伪善用这个字的时候，其实它是有一些本质的。The first thing we see is that these men operated in compromise。那我们知道这些，第一个我们知道这些人妥协。Verse thirteen it says that the Pharisees and the Herodians are coming to talk to Jesus。那这边看到有法利赛人，还有西律党的，就是西律派的人，他们来找耶稣。These are two groups that did not usually like each other or work together。那这两党的人呢，通常他们They had beliefs that were opposed to each other. But for the sake of opposing Jesus and opposing the truth, they compromised their beliefs and they worked together. The hypocrisy looks like these men having no convictions, having no what we call a backbone, and full of compromise. So, usually, we say. 呃，这些妥协的人，他们是没有一个中心思想，他们也没有，好像没有脊椎的这样子。And the real danger in living this way, of living a life of hypocrisy, is that it actually blinds you to the truth。那其实这样子的生活方式呢，其实就是会让你去隐瞒这个真理。That here they have the truth of God, literally the word of God, Jesus, and they are blind to see Him for who He is。因为你可以看到这边，他们面对的是神的道，可是他们却的，他们的眼睛却是被蒙蔽的。You know, they did a study where they found that the more that you lie, actually your brain becomes numb to it. 那有一份研究告诉我们说，当你说谎越说越多的时候，你其实你的头脑、你的脑子会就是麻痹了。That literally living a life like these men, you're destroying your conscience, where you no longer feel the effect or the alert of when you tell something that's a lie. 那当你这样子去生活的时候，就像这些人一样，其实有一天你你是你的良知会完全的被摧毁掉。Not only does their hypocrisy cause them to compromise, to have no conviction, but it also says, why did they come to talk to Jesus? 那这样子的假冒伪善，这样子的假意，会让他们去妥协。那你也知道，可是这样子，他们到底他们的动机是什么呢 ？I mean, did they say they want to have a good 
dock with Jesus, figure out what he's talking about, have a good dialogue with Jesus? Is, is that why they, they came to him? What does the text say? It says that they came to trap him. This word trap is actually only used here in the entire New Testament. And it means to capture an animal when you're hunting. But the motivation of these men, because of their hypocrisy, was not to hear the truth, but it was to trap Jesus and oppose the truth. How did they try to trap Jesus? Look at here at verse 14. When they came, they said to him, Teacher, oh, we know that you're truthful and you don't care what anyone thinks, nor do you show partiality, but you teach the way of God. Now, one of the ways they try to trap, trap Jesus is by flattering. And this is what the world's wisdom says that it's okay to lie, it's okay to flatter, as long as I get what I want. And this is such the language of our culture. Let's not tell the truth, but let's deceive and just flatter people and try to trap people into compromising their beliefs and believe what we believe. And even though these men are not sincere, they actually said truthful things about Jesus, right? But they're flattering him in order to trap him. This is what the Bible says about flattering. A person who flatters his neighbor spreads a feet, uh, spreads a net for his feet. Basically, when we flatter people, we're actually setting a trap for them. As Christians, the Bible calls us to be truth tellers. And the word flattery actually means slippery, okay? It means to slip or to fall. And so when we choose to flatter people, maybe because we're afraid or we're, we're worried about what they're going to say or how they're going to react. The Bible says you're actually pushing them toward a path where you know they're going to fall and they're going to slip. See, the Bible says that our speech as disciples of Jesus should be edifying, it should be building up, it should be truthful. And while the world operates in flattery, the Bible says that we're supposed to operate in truth. Now, 
on social issues, on sin issues. We don't want to flatter or deceive. We want to be people who speak the truth in love, no matter how hard it may be. So they flatter Jesus. That's one of the ways they try to trap him. But the second thing that they do, if you notice, they, they polarize the issue that they're talking to Jesus about. Look, look, at, look at verse 14. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Jesus, it's either or, yes or no. What is it? And to understand what they're asking, what they're talking about, I want to describe the tax that they're referring to. Now, if you were a Jewish person living during this time, the annual tax for you was 40% of your income. And in Judea, you had an extra tax, which is what they're referring to, called the poll tax. That means 46% or 40-something percent of your income is going to this corrupt, evil, ungodly government every single year. And 20 years before, this, before Jesus is talking here, this huge incident happened. There was a man in Judea and he led this revolt against the government because of this tax. And their slogan was, We have no other king but God. And they went around, this conservative group of Jewish people, they went around saying, listen, if you pay this tax, you are an idolater and you are not loyal to the Jewish nation. So and the Pharisees represent this very conservative group of people. But the Herodians, these were the liberals. And they loved working with the Roman government. They loved paying the tax. They loved compromising and getting political power. So do you see this kind of theological storm that Jesus is walking into right here? That if Jesus says, no, don't pay the tax, the Herodians are going to take Jesus straight to the Roman authorities and say, he is committing treason. But if Jesus says, of course, Pay the tax. Everybody in the conservative group is going to see him as a, as a traitor to Jewish people, as a hater of God and of the Jewish nation. How many of us have experienced this same kind of situation? That, that in, this, in this text, it's the poll tax. 
but, but, but as Christians, we often find ourselves in the same kind of situation with the same kind of issues at hand. With politics, with religion, with social issues. That if you say, oh no, no, we, we believe this, like we believe the word, then, then people say, oh, well then you must hate these people. Uh, or if we say, no, 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 like we love these people, we want them to believe in Jesus, then, then other people say, oh, well you're a compromiser and you don't believe the word of God. And I want to spend the rest of our time looking at this question that they asked Jesus because it is a very important question for all of us to answer. You know, last month I was sitting in Starbucks. Uh, and I was and I was opening my Bible and I was getting ready for the sermon. And, and all of a sudden this Taiwanese lady came and sat right across the table for me. She put her hands on the table and like leaned her head in. And then she said, Are you, are you a Christian? So yeah, I'm a pastor. And then she looked around more and she got even kind of a little quieter. And she said, Do you believe we're living in the end times? She said, Don't you believe that the COVID vaccination is actually the mark of the beast? I mean, I just get my coffee and getting ready. This is a lot for me to take in this moment. But she began to describe that her and her husband are planning to move way out into the country, completely off the grid, to escape and to get ready for the return of Jesus. And so really, church, like, are these the only two ways to respond to evil and authority in our lives? Is, is the only way to respond by running and retreating and escaping? Some churches believe that. Or is the answer to live like the Herodians and compromise our beliefs and seek political power and influence? Some churches believe that. Or is there a better way? The gospel way. The way of Jesus. I love the wisdom of Jesus because in this time we need to desperately pray for the spirit of wisdom as we encounter these kinds of dialogues and these kinds of situations. Look at what he says here in verse 16. He says, he says, bring me a denarius to look at. Okay, so this is a picture of the denarius coin that Jesus is referring to. Alright, on the front, it had a picture of Caesar. And the inscription, the, the, the writing said, Caesar, son of the divine, the high priest. 
呃神圣的神的孩子，然后呃呃神圣呃应该说大祭司。And conservative Jews actually did not even carry these coins in their pocket because they thought they were committing idolatry. 那你知道很保守的这些犹太人，甚至他不会把这些钱放在他的口袋。And so Jesus is so wise because he says, "Give me this coin," meaning he didn't have one. 所以耶稣这样讲的时候。But who has one? They do. And so Jesus is saying, "You're in no place to criticize me for my love for the Jewish people." So Jesus 马上就表态就出来就说，你们完全没有权利来指教我说我对犹太人没有爱。And then Jesus is going to show us. He's going to show you. He's going to show me. How do we live as Christians under ungodly authority? 而耶稣在这边就要教导我们怎么在这个不是不属神的政府之下，我们怎么去生活。The first thing that Jesus affirms is that we live in the world. 那耶稣第一个告诉我们就是我们生活在这世界上。If you look at verse seventeen, Jesus told them. 那第十一节耶稣怎么说 ？Give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's. 该杀的当。Jesus doesn't say run away, escape, get away from this. He says, "Give to Caesar what belongs to him." Jesus 并没有说我们就离开这个世界，而是该下的，他属于他的，我们就给他。That Jesus says, "Listen, there are responsibilities that we have to a civil government because we are a citizen of the nation that we live in." 那耶稣很明确的告诉我们，身为这呃世界上社会中的一份子，我们有这些义务，我们要尽的义务。This word, give. 那圣经呃，圣经那边讲到给予 ，it actually means to repay, like you're giving him back something that he already owns, that's rightfully his. 他用的字其实是有点甚至是归还的概念。And notice Jesus doesn't make comments about the Caesar's character here, does he? 那耶稣这边并没有评断呃该撒他的个人呃个性各方面是怎么样。Because the Caesar that he's telling them to give the money to. Was known for his cruelty and for his lust. He actually affirms you can be a disciple and pay tax to an ungodly, corrupt, evil government. You can be a righteous person and do that. So Jesus very clearly tells us, you, regardless of what you are, a righteous person in this government, we have this responsibility to pay tax. And I've heard people use Christianity almost as an excuse to to getting out or to abdicate our responsibility to the civil authorities and leaders that are over us. 那甚至有时候有些基督徒会用这一个呃用用一些好像是说我是基督徒，所以我不需去缴税等等的。Look at Scripture, Romans thirteen seven. Pay your obligations to everyone. Taxes to those who you owe taxes. Tolls, especially in Taiwan. Tolls to those who you owe tolls. And respect those you are respect, and honor to those who you are honor. 那罗马书十三章讲到说，你们要向个人亲款所欠的，应当纳税的就要给他纳税，应当进贡的就要给他进贡，应当敬畏的就敬畏他，应当尊敬的就尊敬他。First Peter two thirteen it says, submit. We love that word. Submit to every human authority because of what? 那我们看到在彼得前书第二章讲到什么？你要顺服人的什么？ Because of their righteous character, because they're godly. No, because of the Lord. 那这边讲到说，你要顺服这些事情制度
So the gospel way, the way of Jesus is not retreat, escape, or compromise. It's to live our lives above reproach for the sake of Jesus. That we will say yes to obeying the government and paying taxes to Caesar. But we will say no when it comes to disobeying the word of God and his authority in our lives. The second thing that Jesus affirms, he says, listen, I recognize you live in the world, this is a system, this is an evil culture, but he also says, you are not of this world. Verse 17, it says, Give to God the things that are God's. That we are citizens of not only the country, the nations that we live in, but we are also citizens of a heavenly kingdom, God's kingdom. And the Pharisees and the Herodians were at a loss. They, they didn't even know what to do with this answer. Because a good Jewish person knows that a response to this statement is everything. Everything belongs to God. Everything is His. And so Jesus says, listen, you do not belong to a political party, to a human institution, but we owe our lives to God and to Him alone. Why? Because Jesus says, just as the coins bore the image of their creator, their maker, Caesar, who bears the image of God? We do. You do. Genesis 1.26 God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. This is what Christianity, this is what Christianity calls the Imago Dei, that we are made in the image of God. And even though this, this image, this, this, this reflection was distorted through the fall and through sin, it is redeemed in Christ. Romans 8.29 says, For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to what? The image of his Son. So who do you belong to? Jesus, not to the zealots, not to the Pharisees, not to the Herodians. That's not who you belong to. You, not to a political party. Not to a candidate. 
也不是任何的候选人。Not even to a country first， 甚至不是属于一个国家。But first and foremost， we belong to God， we belong to Christ。首先，你的身份是你是属于神，你是属于基督的。And we owe him what is rightfully his， our lives， our worship， our trust。所以，我们所有的部分，我们我们的信任，我们的盼望，我们的崇拜、敬拜，都应该奉献给神。I wonder， 有时候我我我在想 ，Do more people at our jobs or on Facebook know that we belong to a certain political party or that we belong to Christ？ 好像我们在脸书上，是不是别人更知道我们是属于某个政党或是某个理念？而而而不是属于而没有表现出我们是基督的形象呢 ？But Jesus says, not only do you belong to God, He made you, He created you, but we get our value, our identity from Him. 所以耶稣很清楚的告诉我们的价值，我们的我们是从哪里而来的？我们是首先是从基督的形象而来的。If you go back to that that coin that we looked at earlier, 所以如果我们回到这个硬币 ，You know, the coin only had value because of the image and the inscription that was on it. 呃，这个硬币它有价值是因为上面的这一个头像。That basically, when new Caesars came in power, they would make brand new coins with a new picture and a new inscription on it. 所以，如果有个新的政府起来，新的盖萨，他就会换换一个头像。And so that if you were carrying around these old coins with the old image on it, there were people would say it has no value. We're not going to take it. 所以有时候你拿旧的硬币去买卖东西的时候，可能有些人看到说啊，这是旧政府时代的旧的盖萨的，我们不想，我们不。And so Jesus says, 那耶稣说什么呢 ？That if those coins only have value because they bear the image of their maker Caesar, 那这个硬币它有价值是因为这个该下的头像印在上面。Then it is the image of our Creator. It is His work and His word that gives you your value and your identity as a Christian. 那我们基督徒更应该因为我们的我们的形象是谁造的而而。这才是我们真实的价值。And it is these two things. 那也就是这两件事。God's word, 神的道。God's work, His image, 神的形象。It can never be taken away. 这是我们没有人可以夺走的。Look at Matthew twenty-four. 我们再来到马太福音。Heaven and earth will pass away. 这个讲到说，所有天与地都会呃被挪去。America is going to pass away. 美国有一天也会不见。Taiwan's gonna pass away. 台湾也会不见。But Jesus's words will never ever pass away. 但神的话绝对不会废去。And so here, CNN. 啊、uh, ，CNN 告诉我们。Fox News. 啊、uh, ，Fox News. TVBS. 啊、uh, ，台湾可能。TVBS. CTI. 很多啦，什么中天新闻啊。Those are not meant to have the most influence and authority in your lives. It is the word of God that is meant to have the most authority, the most influence in our lives. 所以这一些媒体不应该在你的身上有任何的影响力。And while governments can give you freedom and rights and, and these things that they can give, they can never give you the value and identity that only comes from Christ and God's word and His work. 当然，这些政党所赋予的权利可以自由，可以可以影响我们，可是它完全不能够啊、uh, 替代耶稣所可以给我们的。So Jesus says, "Listen, the things that belong to Caesar, give him, but give to God what is rightfully His, which is everything." 所以耶稣讲的就是该杀的就给该杀，可是该是属于神的，我们要给。And yet, I wonder how often. 那我我不知道你们怎么样。How often are we, or how often is the church, guilty of giving to Caesar 
but actually only and rightfully belongs to God. 那我们教会是不是也是忘记自己？我们属神的是有没有归给神？还是我们把这些东西给了该下 ？And you know, I want I want you guys to know that every time anybody preaches up here. I know every time I do, I need to hear this word just as much as anybody else, if not more than you. So the things that we're going to say in this last couple minutes, they're they're for me just as as much as they are for you. 那当我在准备讲道的时候，我知道这也是上帝要告诉我的话语，所以不是只是给会众的，而是这个是上帝跟对我们整个教会讲。Because what Jesus is telling us, 因为耶稣告诉我们。When we begin to believe that our identity is tied to a political party, we are giving to Caesar what only belongs to God. 当我们开始深信自己的身份及认同是属于某个政党，相信自己的影响力价值是来自于该党所赋予的权利与自由。When we begin to believe that our influence and our value comes from political powers or freedoms instead of Christ, we are giving to Caesar what rightfully and only belongs to God. 那一刻也开始，也就是我们把理所当然属于神的信任、盼望及敬拜都给了该下。When we choose disunity with brothers and sisters over political issues instead of biblical issues, we are giving to Caesar what rightfully belongs to God. 当我们对这个政党的认同或理念更深的认同，而忘记了我们的呃信仰，那我们其实就是属于该下。When you and I say things like, listen. If this, if my candidate gets put in office, everything's going to be okay. We are giving to Caesar what only belongs to God, which is our trust, our hope, and our worship. When you 讲说我支持的候选人如果当选的时候，所有的问题都都解决了，那你就是把属于神的给了盖下。Because if you look at history, 你你我们用历史的宏观来看 ，history shows us that the church grows faster and quicker under times of intense. Persecution and little to no religious freedom. 其实常常耶呃教会成长的更茁壮的时候，常常是反而是在很多的不安当中，或者是这个呃呃价值观有时候很乱的时候。The fastest growing church in the world is where? Do you guys know? 那今天成长最快的教会在哪里？你知道吗 ？Iran, 伊朗。It's a place that has zero religious freedom and intense persecution, and it is growing like wildfire. 那边没有信仰的自由，然后也有很多很多人受到破坏，而他们的信仰，他们的生命却欣欣向荣。And I believe that God often allows moments where we experience just political shaking and kingdoms to be shaken to remind us of where our hope, our identity, our value comes from, which is Christ and Christ alone. 那我相信，透着这些，这透透过这些事情，上帝常常有时候让我们好像震动，而我们才能够真正的去思考我们的价值，好，我们的身份认同是来自耶稣，而也独有唯有耶稣。And I hope you can rejoice in this with me. 我我希望大家都能够一起听这个话语。Because as I talk to my own family and people in the states, people are at a loss when it comes to what happened to the voting, or does this mean like our world is completely falling apart? And what I'm about to tell you, church, we can rejoice, we can be excited about, we can have hope because Jesus is still working. 那我想跟大家今天分享是，因为我自己跟我的在美国的家人在分享的时候，我知道很多人都是啊，觉得到底世界是不是要要毁灭了？可是今天我们看到耶稣怎么讲。In the past year, ah, 过去一年 while there's been COVID, 啊，不管是这个这个疫情 ，while we've had a political chaos in a lot of different countries, 哦，不同的国家都有政治上的这个混乱。God's kingdom has been growing. 神的国却成长。In China, 
this past year, they've they've grown to over 60 million believers. In this past year, in Iran, they have recorded 10 times more salvations in that country. Since March in Iran, they said over 3,000 of Iranians have been coming to Christ every single month. In America this past year, one denomination planted over 550 new churches. That brothers and sisters, we are citizens of a kingdom that will never pass away. We were part of something that was started before America was founded, before Taiwan was founded. And we were part of something that will be here long after America, Canada, Taiwan, China are merely notes in a history book. It's the kingdom of God and it's eternal. And so how do you how do you walk out these next four years or forty years? Whether you live in America, Taiwan, China, or Iran, how do you live? How do you walk out? Well, I want us to close just for a couple of minutes and get some very clear direction from Isaiah. If you have your Bibles or your phones, we're just going to spend a couple of minutes here and there's some very clear application for you and for me. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne. And it goes on in verse 3, it says that his glory fills the whole earth. Number one, no matter who's in the White House, no matter who's ruling your country, we are people who are confident that no matter what, Jesus is king and he is reigning. Daniel 2, verse 21, it says that God changes the times and seasons. He removes kings and he establishes kings. And I don't know of any other doctrine than the sovereignty of God that should give us hope that as a Christian, we should always have hope because Jesus is king and he's always reigning. But number two, if you go back in verse three or verse, or verse five, excuse me, Isaiah said, Woe is me, for I am a ruined person because I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 说, 
And we recognize that we are sinful people and we live among sinful people. That Isaiah didn't just blame other Israelites or blame other people. He said that my sin is a part of the brokenness of the world that I see. That, that the sin and the brokenness we see, it's not Taiwan's fault, it's not Biden's fault, it's not Trump's fault, but guess what? I have a part because of my sin in the brokenness in this world that I see. So we need to be people who repent over our own sin. But he also lamented and wept over the sin of his community and his land. This is, this is what we can do. We don't pretend that everything's fine. But we need to be people who see and we weep over the sin that's in our community and in our land. So are we taking time to, to take the log, you know, out of our own eye before we focus on other people? And are we taking time to weep and pray for the sin of our community rather than just complain about it? Number three. In verse 6, it says that one of the angels flew to him. And in verse 7, it says, with it, he says, This has touched your lips, your iniquity is removed, and your sin is atoned for. That guys, as Christians, we believe that it is only the gospel that is the hope for humanity. That sin cannot be atoned for. There can be no reconciliation. Without the atoning work of Jesus Christ. Listen, the answer for brokenness in our world, in this country, in our society. It is not. It is not government policies or government structures or presidents. It is not those things. Those things can help humans flourish and they can help humans thrive, but the only answer for sin and brokenness in our world and our community is the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Because Biden didn't die to save you. Donald Trump did not die to save you. Trump did not give her life to save you. Justin Trudeau did not give his life to save you. Uh, I don't know who that is, but Canadian. <laughs> He's Canadian, that's probably why. Okay, so Only Jesus Christ died and was raised to redeem us and save us from our sin. And so as one pastor says, our Independence Day is not July 4th or That our independence is marked by a victorious cross and an empty grave. That's how we say independence is. So no matter what, no matter who's in the White House, 
no matter who's ruling your country, we believe, we trust that only the gospel is the hope for brokenness and humanity and our neighbor. So, no matter who's ruling your country, we believe, we trust and Isaiah said, Here am I, send me. That no matter what, we are people who go and proclaim and live out this good news of the gospel that God has given to us. That we reflect the image of God as we go and we share the gospel. We vote in light of the gospel. We work from our identity in the gospel. And we bring the gospel into every sphere of society that God has called us into, whether it be art, music, politics. We go in light of the gospel of Jesus. And so listen, church, we don't have a sword, right? We don't have a sword of military power. We don't have the sword of the government. We have our only sword is the victorious word of God and the message of the gospel of Jesus. And while government policies and presidents and rulers may change, God does not change. And I bet your neighbors don't change. So guess what? We can continue to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves, no matter what. So we are What I'd like to do for us as we close, is number one, just remember we are people who uh, believe that God is in control. Number two, we believe that we are also a part of the problem and we live amongst the sinful people that we should pray for and lament and repent. We believe the answer for all the brokenness we see is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we go. We take this message, not the message of a certain political party, but we take the message of the King of the Universe, Jesus Christ, as we go into the world. So let's stand. And as a church, I want us to say and proclaim this together. But this is not English verse, Chinese verse. This is your mother tongue together reading and proclaiming these verses from Revelation. There's three slides. And I want us to declare this. And we're putting a stake in the ground to say that we are going to be loyal to Jesus Christ above all other things. His authority. There's no competing authority in my life. It is Jesus and His Word and that's it. And as we observe communion, we recognize that we are one church. 
So let's say these together, okay? Right, let's proclaim. Ready? 